The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, you, who said to him, Lord, you are going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, you do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, one who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you, for he knew who was to betray him. And for this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe and returned to the table, he said to them, do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you should also do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their masters, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, as I, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. By this, everyone will know you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Growing up, I was so concerned with how I would leave my mark on the world. I had ambitions of becoming a famous singer or writer or speaker, or perhaps doing something heroic or going into a caring profession, becoming a nurse or a doctor. Even as a child, I knew what society deemed as noteworthy. And I worried if I would ever leave my mark on the world. What if I wasn't gifted enough or talented enough in one of these areas? Even today, I can find myself getting caught up in this mindset. Perhaps you too have worried that you are not doing enough to leave a mark on the world. But in our story from the Gospel of John today, Jesus offers us another way to think about leaving a mark on the world. An approach that is grounded in the deep and abundant love of God. This story is bookended by statements of Jesus's love for the disciples. 
these companions who have been eating, sleeping, traveling, and working with Jesus for three years. Their bonds are strong. They know each other. They're like a family sitting down to a meal together. In the ancient Near East, meals created a sort of sacred, safe space, one in which enemies could not hurt each other as they both addressed the human need for nourishment. I imagine the disciples feeling this bubble of safety as they began to relax and fill their stomachs. And it is in the middle of this intimate supper, this time of nourishment for these weary men, in which Jesus interrupts with the unexpected. He takes a towel, wraps it around himself, and begins to wash their feet, each and every one of them. To clarify, foot washing in itself was not unexpected or unusual. In fact, it was common practice of hospitality. But in this story, we are witnessing more than hospitality happening. We are witnessing culture shifting. What was a common practice was a host offering a guest a way to wash their own feet, or perhaps having a servant wash their feet before a meal. But Jesus isn't interested in being remembered as the perfect host. That is not how he will leave his mark. Jesus is interested in shifting from scripted hospitality to embodied love. Christ's act of washing his disciples' feet was a culturally different act of love that would be mirrored in his going to the cross from them. Jesus humbly lowers himself to the position of servant and washes the disciples' feet, an intimate and tender service that was out of place for the teacher or the master. But Jesus does this out of an abundant love for his disciples, so abundant it cannot stop with him. And so he commands his disciples to continue this servant love for one another. And by this love, they will be identified with Jesus and God. They will be marked as his disciples. This is where we get the title for this holy day, Maundy Thursday. Maundy comes from the Latin word for mandate or commandment. And to love one another is the new mandate that Jesus gives us. But in reality, this commandment isn't exactly new. Loving God and loving our others is at the heart of the Torah. But the newness of it comes from the incarnation, Jesus because God in Jesus embodies this love through service, we should too. This commandment to love is not passive. God acted in love and has empowered us to do so as well. God has empowered each of us to live out God's love in the world and so leave our mark with it. We each have unique identities and gifts callings that enable us to embody God's love in this world. 
responding to the needs of our community with a love that is grounded in authenticity and action, that can be a scary place to be. That can be a vulnerable place to be, especially in a world that has a tendency to persecute what it does not understand. And Jesus recognizes this. Although our lectionary reading omits it, this is the part of the story where Judas gets up to leave and betray Jesus. Between the foot washing and the commandment to love in the midst of this intimate meal, distress, pain, and betrayal still exist. Perhaps we too know how the deepest hurts can exist in the closest of relationships. And yet even knowing about his betrayal, Jesus still chooses to love fully without restriction. He has offered this countercultural act of service to all the disciples, every single one. Now we are not Jesus. Our call to love is not to sacrifice our lives in the way he did. It is not to deny who we are and neglect our minds and bodies in the name of stewardship. We need to take care of ourselves and nourish our bodies while we serve others. You notice the nourishing meal and the foot service foot washing took place at the same time. Self-nourishment and care for the other all in the same time. We don't need to be Jesus to love one another. When we live into our unique gifts and vocations to serve others, we will embody God's love and leave the mark of that love all over this world. Amen.